Welcome to Bell Curve with Mary Scott, Rachel, and Liz, three friends, three Southern Bells, joining you, smart women, to discuss life, work, relationships, business, everything from the nerdy to the normal, the practical to the philosophical, the head to the heart. Thanks for joining us as we observe, analyze, and often deviate from the standard. Hi, Bell Curve. We are very, very excited because today is the first of a new segment that we are going to be bringing you called Ask Us Anything. We recently went on a retreat and decided that we wanted to take all these comments and questions that we are getting on our social media and by email and turn some of that info back to you. We really want to be interactive with you and really want to make you part of the show. So we are going to be embarking on this once a month, this Ask Us Anything episode, probably the very end of the month will be a little shorter and we will be answering your questions. So I am Mary Scott Hunter and I'm here with my co-hosts this morning, Liz Bashirs and Rachel Breyers. And it is the morning. So if you hear a few coffee slurps or um, some family members waking up in the background, give us a little grace on that. <laughs> right, ladies? <laughs> I may or may not have all my glasses, which means it's early. Oh, yes. That is definitely the morning. I have mine on. So no pictures, please. We did have a number of questions after episode 12, Career Crisis to Reinvention. Our listeners appreciated our guest, Vicki Gazelle Shop, who is so open about her career trouble. I mean, y'all, it was just such a open, honest conversation about when things aren't going well. What do you do? And we were so gratified that we received comments and questions. And so we took a couple of those comments and questions and formulated a fictional person, Anna. Anna is fictional, but we hope that by answering Anna's question, we are also addressing a number of your real questions and concerns. So Anna's fictional question which is kind of an amalgamation of some others. Anna asks, I am not a lawyer like Vicki, but I do have a nursing degree that I worked very hard for. I'm 12 years into what would many say is a successful nursing career, but I am unhappy. I was raised in near poverty and chose nursing because I knew I would always have a job. I am also an amateur archaeologist. My husband is an engineer, But we both love archaeology, and we go on digs for our vacations. I'd like to do it full-time, but I'm scared. I know my childhood experiences of scarcity are part of the problem. How do I get started making that switch? Well, we we put that question together because sometimes it's easier to answer a person. And this is kind of a number of people that are out there, and you know who you are, and you're trying to make a switch, and you don't know what to do, and... I have a little system that I use, and I find that women in general underestimate the importance of planning. Now, lots of women I know are really good at checklists. I think all three of us here at Bell Curve are really good at checklists. And if you are good at checklists, if you're a checklist person, you're going to be a step closer to what I'm talking about today. But strategic planning is a little different than a checklist. You need to think of strategic planning, which is going to be my answer to Anna's question, a little differently than checklist and don't confuse strategy and tactics. Strategic goals, ladies, are big. They are, I guess, sort of measurable in the sense that they happen or they don't, but they're really big goals. Like for me, that would be I have 
rheumatoid arthritis. And a strategic goal for me is to remain in remission. That is something I, I can't ultimately control it, but I can do the things that I can do to affect that goal. That's a strategic goal for me. Health goals are really common when you think about um, strategic, big strategic goals. They're sometimes called big BHAGs. You've heard that term, BHAGs, big, hairy, bleep goals. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want you to think first of your big strategic goals. And y'all, you're not going to have a lot of strategic goals. There's only going to be one, two, three strategic goals that you have at any one time. Um, don't have a laundry list. That's too much. These are really big. Um, one is enough if you just want to have one, if it's, you know, if it's something that's really going to take all your time and your effort. Tactics, on the other hand, are different. Those are measurable. So if you're struggling and you feel paralyzed, uh, you have some huge deficit, something really, really big, big that you want to do, I recommend that you first form your strategic goal and you write it down. Write it down in a document on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, on your some electronic form. Please don't write it, handwrite it. Write it electronically because this is a living document. It's going to change a little bit. And you don't want to be reflowing all your handwriting every time you want to change something. For me, what I do is I, I journal about once a month. I'm not a huge journal journaler, but about once a month, I do a journal. And I let my strategic plan, which I call my green plan, flow in front of my journal entries. So about once a month, I'm just kind of taking a look, taking stock. I have my strategic goals. I have my tactics listed underneath. My tactics are measurable in time or in quantity. Uh, and I can kind of look at those. And it just kind of helps me stay on track. So, ladies, question for you. What percent of people do abandon their goals within six months? If it's, if it's anything like the number of people who abandoned their New Year's resolutions, I'm sure it's really high. Because isn't it something like 75% of people abandon the New Year's resolutions two weeks into January or something like that? <laughs> yes. So 60% um, of people abandon their goals within six months. 25% of people abandon them within a mere seven days. So Wow. That's, wow. That's, that's painful. That's not surprising, but it is disappointing. But the good news is psychology professor Gail Matthews at the Dominican University of California, California led a study on goal setting with nearly 270 participants. And the results, you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and I think that can resonate with us today and this morning. And if you're any one of our listeners who have written uh, in to us, um, I think that what I want to impart on you this morning about this is form a strategic goal, form a big, big goal, and then write down those tactics that you're going to achieve um, under that you're going to use to achieve your your big goal, your strategic goal. Um, if you're if you're Anna and archaeology is a career move that you want to that you want to make, you're going to need the support of friends and family. So maybe first talk to those loved ones that you really need to talk to about this goal and get their buy in and put a date on that. Make yourself do that within um, within a certain number of weeks. Um, you might need to evaluate your budget, making big career changes in particular. And I do find that strategic goals generally fall <clears throat> into two main 
big camps, personal and professional. So if you're making a big strategic goal professionally, and that means a change in your career, that could mean a loss of some income, either permanently or for a period of time that you do have to plan for. So a second strategy might be to really get your budget down. Get your budget into a spreadsheet. Figure out what you're gonna what you're gonna need um, uh, in your budget to uh, make this transition. Are you gonna need a loan? Are you gonna need a um, Are you gonna need to move uh, into a different house like Vicky did for a period of time? There's some things that you're gonna have to do. And again, put a date on that when you're gonna get that done. You might, you might want more education. Education is a, a common way that people make and achieve their big strategic goals. They go back to school. In America, one thing we understand is advanced degrees. I don't always agree with them. And a word to the wise here, be careful about your education. You don't necessarily need education to make a transition. Sometimes people assume they do, and they really don't. But of course, if you're transitioning into a career that requires certain training and licensing, let's say you're Anna and you're doing the opposite. You're transitioning into nursing. You probably need to go back to school and get a nursing degree, or you do need to go back to school and get a nursing degree. But when you choose education, make sure that you're doing it wisely. Make sure that you're making a smart investment and make sure that you are going to a place where they can enable, it can be part of your tactics. In other words, they have a, a really good career placement office that can help you be part you know, be, be among those tactics that you list to achieve your strategic goal. Bell Curve community, you know what's best um, for, uh, for you, and we trust that and we know that, but we all want to enable you. And this show, this little short segment, it, we hope that it will enable you. Go home and write down those big strategic goals and then write down some tactics underneath them and then make sure they're measurable. I think if you do that, you're going to find that's going to be a very clarifying thing for you and you're going to be much more likely uh, to achieve your goals. Any last thoughts, ladies, before we close out our Ask Us Anything short segment? This is so helpful for someone like me who tends to trust my gut a lot and just sort of move through and make decisions as I go listening to my gut. That's helpful sometimes, but I think more helpful would be if I sat down, thought clearly about the year ahead, wrote down those strategic goals, and then used my gut to employ the tactics and make those things happen. Absolutely. Well, if you want to email us at bellcurvepodcast, that's bellcurvepodcast and bell with an E at gmail.com, bellcurvepodcast at gmail.com. I will send you a short email that outlines this just Mary Scott Hunter tactic strategy thing. I think that you'll find that it'll help you and we'll be glad to give you that little piece of help in your daily lives. Please subscribe to Bell Curve Podcast. That's Bell, of course, with the knee like Southern Bell on Apple Podcast, Android, or anywhere you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Bell Curve Pod.